It's time to take five for safety. It's time for another episode of Let's Not Die Today on the Toolbox Talk Show Network. Hey folks, do me a huge favor. Click on that like or subscribe button wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget about our friends over at 7Taps. They make micro learning easy. Go to 7Taps.com, get the free community version. If you love it and you will, get the pro version. But before you buy, go to toolboxtalkshow.com backslash training and get all the bonuses we got for you. All right, today is another short. Our topic is hierarchy of controls. When it comes to safety, you'll want to make sure that you're implementing the right controls in the right order. The hierarchy of controls is a method for best controlling exposure to workplace hazards. There are five levels to the hierarchy of controls, and in today's episode, we will discuss each of them. Let's start with definitions. The hierarchy of controls has five levels of actions to reduce or remove hazards. These are in the preferred order based on effectiveness. One, elimination. Two, substitution. Three, engineering controls. Four, administrative controls. Five, personal protective equipment. All right, let's go through each one of these in the hierarchy of controls. Number one, elimination. Elimination is always the preferred solution. Elimination removes the hazard at the source. This could include eliminating the use of a toxic chemical, the need to lift a heavy object, or the use of a sharp tool. I can give you a real-world example. I worked with a warehousing company, and some products came from the manufacturer in wooden crates that were nailed together. Opening the containers exposed employees to cuts and lacerations. We contacted the manufacturer, and they agreed to use screws instead of nails. The product could be safely removed using just a cordless drill, thus eliminating the hazard. Number two, substitution. Although eliminating the hazard at the source is the most effective way to prevent accidents, it can't always be done. Substitution can work when a safer alternative can be implemented. For example, instead of using solvent-based inks, a printer may be able to substitute plant-based inks instead. Remember, for substitutes to be effective, they must reduce the potential for harmful effects but at the same time, they cannot create any new hazards. When considering a substitute, it's essential to compare the potential new risk of the alternative to the original hazards. Number three, engineering controls. Engineering controls reduce or prevent hazards from coming into contact with workers. Engineering controls can include modifying equipment or the workplace and using protective barriers, for example, guards, ventilation, etc. The most effective engineering controls are part of the original equipment design, remove or block the hazard at the source before it can come into contact with the worker, prevents users from modifying or interfering with the control, need minimal user input for the controls to work, and operate correctly without interfering with the work process or making the work process more difficult. Engineering controls can cost more up front. However, long-term operating costs tend to be lower, especially when protecting multiple workers. In addition, engineering controls can save money in other areas of the work process or facility operation. Number four, administrative controls. Administrative controls establish work practices that reduce exposure to hazards duration, frequency, or intensity. This may include work process training, job rotation, ensuring adequate breaks, limiting access to hazardous areas or machinery, adjusting line speeds. Number five, PPE. Personal protective equipment is worn to minimize exposure to hazards. Examples of PPE 
include gloves, safety glasses, hearing protection, hard hats, and respirators. Elements of the PPE program depend on the work process. The program should include the following. Workplace hazard assessment, PPE selection and use, inspection and replacement of damaged or worn out PPE, employee training, program monitoring for continued effectiveness. PPE should always be the last line of defense. PPE can be effective only when workers use it correctly and consistently. When other control methods cannot reduce the hazardous exposure to safe levels, PPE must be made available and its use enforced. This can include while other controls are under development, when other controls cannot sufficiently reduce the hazardous exposure, or when PPE is the only control option available. Administrative controls and PPE require significant and ongoing effort by workers and their supervisors, and that is why they come last in the hierarchy of controls. Following these tips can save you from accidents, injuries, and even death. Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Not Die Today. If you'd like free PDF versions of all our talks, please scroll down about halfway on the homepage and sign up for our mailing list. As always, if you like the show, please subscribe. Oh, and please tell your employer about us. We'll love you for it. Thanks, and see you next time.